I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Star Companion. Some people call this podcast the premiere fan Star Trek podcast. I'm your uh, I'm one of your navigators here on the con of the Star Companion. My name is Zach. Tits McGee. Tits McGee. I mean. <laughs> and I'm Tits, Tits McGee. <laughs> and that's David. And I'm David. That's right. And, uh, you know, here on the Star Companion, we tackle Star Trek. Stardate by Stardate. Trekking through Trek, dude. One episode at a time. Going out. And uh, for those of you that uh, listened to that last episode, we did a big fuck you to Discovery, and we're just going to do a season in review. And we're back at Enterprise, baby. We're back. That's fucking right. Okay, season two, episode three, Minefield. Stardate unknown doesn't matter because we're back in Enterprise. And for those of you that are just tuning in, thanks for tuning in. But, you know, you might, you might want to go back to the beginning of Enterprise. You should. You know, you definitely should. It's A, worth it, and uh, B, you know, I bet you're wondering right now, who's dad? <laughs> and you and know, if you go back to episode one, you will find out <laughs> love pretty dad. quickly. Love dad. Pretty damn quickly. Um, <sighs> <laughs> that was your invention, actually. You're like, Archer's yeah. dad. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I'll let you guys behind the curtain here, a little inside baseball about Zachary. My father died when I was... My father. Nine or ten. You know, and so I'm just waiting to meet Bacula in real life. See if he needs a new kid. <laughs> you think it'll work? 28-year-old kid. <laughs> 29 almost. 29-year-old kid. Yeah, I'm a week out. Hey, Dad. What? Son? He's going to be like, hey, son. Hey, you're that podcast that calls me dad, right? Yeah. <laughs> I would die. I heard you guys are the premiere Star Trek fan podcast. You know what, dude? I'm going to fucking tweet that asshole. Yeah, you should. <gasps> you should. I should. We, we're we not worthy. Yeah, we're not worthy. We honor you, Bacula, every um, episode. But forgive me if I already said this. David can uh, jump in here. 
We're on every major podcasting platform. We sure are. You can, in fact, email us at thestarcompanion at gmail.com. We very much value your emails. We get back to you right away. And you know what we like even more than emails? What is that, David? Money. We love money. <laughs> and we also have a yeah. Patreon We're uh, pretty page. Ferengi-like. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, uh, jo- join the, what is it, the, the trade, trade whatever, trade union? What do they call it? StarCompanion.com slash StarCompanion. That's right. Join the Trade Alliance now. Now. Do it. Do it. Roman Cola, do it. Do it. And just like that, we're going to do the uh, <laughs> the review of this episode. <laughs> we're going to do it. We have a good time. We do. I think so. Oh, God, the energy is so much better now. It's so much better than Discovery. For from those of you that have been from listening. From you, man, from you. You're really, oh. you're really bringing this thing down. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> Let me tell you. I fucking love Enterprise. God damn it. Discovery was really taking it out of me. Yeah, Discovery. It wasn't fun to talk about. Yeah. I want some camp. I want some episodic love. I want something that's not ham-handed. I want sincerity, intention, you know. And dad. And dad. I want dad. And dad's back. To Paul's banging-ass body. Yeah. Mm. You know, this is the only thing she's acted in? Really? God bless her. Really? <laughs> she acted her ass off in this series, man. She's a great actress. She did, and she married well. Who'd she marry? Some rich guy. I think he's like a director. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, in today's episode, uh, like my friend Zachary over here mentioned, we're doing season two, episode three, Minefield. You said... Uh, Started Unknown. Started Unknown. Um, the episode starts with uh, Archer calling uh, Reed over to the... To the lunchroom, the captain's, captain's mess lunch, hall. The captain's mess hall to have a little private lunch with the captain. And uh, I just want to say right now, have you noticed that Archer uses food as a means of diplomacy with his crewmates? Yeah, actually. Nice. Like, like that's that's where he seems to kind of bridge gaps. He likes to break bread, baby. He does. He breaks bread and makes rapport. I love dad. And um, so he, you know, becomes clear quite quickly that. That dad is is trying to build rapport with with Malcolm. He's not trying to get updates on the armory or security or whatever fucking mm-hmm. shit that Reed wants to talk about. Dad wants to know about Reed. You like football, son? Uh, not, not so much. <laughs> what about water polo? What about water polo? Do you like any kind of sports? <laughs> you fucking. I made you ed- eggs, Benny, son. You like uh, an egg Benedict? <laughs> you fucking loser. And so, uh, in the middle of this meal, they get interrupted. Um, they find a Minchara class pa- planet, and uh, they both rush out of the captain's mess hall to be ki- to be Whoa. later redated, I guess. Um, and so they show up at this Minchara class planet, and just out of nowhere, you know, it's massive explosion. Massive explosion. They're getting ready for some R and R, and then holy shit, there's a minefield. Blows off a little segment of of the hall. I'd like to give a little side note here. Yeah. So, Dad, he's standing there, and he's like, oh, it looks like a pretty sweet planet. <laughs> you know, it's like Minshara, and, you know, I mean, I could I could definitely use some fresh air. What about you? And then in the in the moment when he's like, I could use some fresh air, mm-hmm. and he looks over, he's like, I don't know about you guys, and then he does this, like, preemptive jump into the explosion. <laughs> like, you know an explosion's coming because... 
they're going to move for it. Yeah. You know, because they, they shake the camera, but then they have to pretend they're moving because right. the whole thing's stationary. He telegraphs he, it. He telegraphs the shit out of it. And I was like, oh, there's going to be, oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I love how, you know, basically this has turned into, let's go to the next planet to, to relax at. Let's hang. You know, it's like, didn't you just come from Rigel? <laughs> Riza. Riza, you know, didn't you come from there? And so uh, a mine, a mine, a cloaked mine, an invisible mine blows off a section of the Enterprise. And, Whoa. And Wait. Cloaked? Cloaked. Do you think it's Klingon? Could be Syllabon. Oh. We will see after these credits. It's been a long, long road. road. <laughs> Getting boomed in a year. And so the, the smoke clears and, and my, my baby my baby has fallen out of her comm station and hit her head. Oh, yeah. Oh, she, she. She's herded. She has to be carted off to flocks and he takes care of her like a good boy. No casualties, though. No fatalities. Unfortunately. A lot of hurts. Yeah. No a lot of hurties. Yeah, a lot of hurties. <laughs> No Starfleet casualties as of yet. You know, I'm. You know, I, I, I think this episode. You know, we need to. Uh, you know, Sarid's always trying to talk about like, you know, armory security. statistics and security and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe Archer needs to bring flocks into there, and they need to breed some more osmotic eels. They do. You know, because like, his one was getting a workout. You know, and yeah. it didn't. You know, I don't think he was ready for this many casualties. <laughs> no. And you know, I, I love Flox. I you know, and John Billingsley's a great uh actor, but we need some more osmotic eels on Enterprise if this is gonna keep happening. We do. And maybe this is the catalyst for that. We'll Let's, see. We'll catch you after the next credits. It's been a long <laughs> road. <laughs> and uh so, you know, Captain Archer is like naturally like, What the hell was that? And um uh to Paul remodulates the uh, sensors and w- one sec. Harry, you're a wizard. My dog's name is Harry. One of them. You met him in a prior episode. I got. He's barking. <laughs> you met him in a prior. You remember him? Remember H? <laughs> you're a wizard, Harry. You're a wizard, Harry. Um, where were we? Oh, T'Pol remodulates the sensors and finds that they're of in a, course. that they're in a cloaked <laughs> minefield, and so you know, people Archer's like, "What the fuck?" All of a sudden, a ship appears out of nowhere. Well, ba- I'll back up first. <laughs> <laughs> it's going quick. I'm just, I'm so boys. excited. I can't I can't help it. Um, unfortunately, in that minefield, one of the mines actually latched on to Enterprise, and so of course, Reed, being the international man of mystery. And he's the, a coxman. Yeah. The interstellar man of mystery, I, mm-hmm. I should revise. Um, he's also a man of action, and he's, he decides that he should be the one to go out there and defuse the mine. So he suits up and goes out there. And uh, while he's walking on the ship, the uh, uh, ship decloaks and starts shooting at him, and so they start try- trying to navigate out of the minefield mm-hmm. while, while uh, Reed is, is on the on the hole. Mayweather, right? Mayweather, uh Navigates it. Navigates it um, manually yeah. with a little joystick. Mm-hmm. And um, I got to say, I really like the the cinematography of Reed walking on the ship. Like, it just looks so crisp, like crisp yeah. and, and nice, you know? Yeah. You know, they do a really good job. So, it's one of these things where I'm, like, imagining the green screen. Yeah. And them acting their ass off, and mm-hmm. then... 
and then I turn off in my brain and pretend that like it's really happening. Yeah. Star Trek's one of those shows that I consciously try to just, you know, let happen, let wash over me and yeah. just pretend it's happening. Yeah. And and take it for what it is. And I'm like, damn, dude, Reed's just out there yeah. walking on the ship, you know. And, and you're thinking suit. like that would be fucking nuts. Yeah, no, totally. I'm totally in on it. Um can I I would like to take a step back. Mm-hmm. Go for it. And I have some lines um from Dad and uh Reed's breakfast. Okay. <laughs> um <laughs> You plan to eat standing up? (laughs) This isn't a visit to the principal's office, Malcolm. I heard England made it to the World World Cup. Didn't your mother ever tell you to not bring your homework to the table? Dad's so embarrassing. He's trying so hard to make a friend and make him feel calm that he's just coming off as like, Dude, Dad, why you got to talk to Jared like that? You're embarrassing me. We've been dating for six months. You know, it's like, can you imagine being his daughter and bringing Reed home? And he's like, I heard England made it to the (laughs) So what do we know? What do we know about Jared? Uh, Well, Dad, you know, he's English and um, he's a tactical officer and. You know, these are just these are just some of the things. It's like, why are you collecting information on him, Dad? <laughs> Who <laughs> cares if he likes sports? You know, like, what what do you have in common, Dad? Enterprise. Hey, that to Paul, huh? That Hoshi, am I right? You know, I mean, like, <laughs> or you know, how about those new torpedo? Anything, dude. He could have small talked better, but instead he was playing straight white dad from Middle America. <laughs> <laughs> Milkman w- comes in. Yeah, exactly. You know, howdy, family. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love him. He's we, the best. We got some real action, though, out of the gates here after that 1957 blast from the past. We sure did. We got mines blowing up a big part of the ship. Again, nobody dies, but it's still pretty. It's it's a pretty, pretty big scar. On the, Someone's going to die sometime soon. How about that uh, ridiculous suit-up montage with our intergalactic coxman? <laughs> that was a real montage. I love how he just, like, puts his helmet a little bit down, and it's just, like, suddenly airtight and locked yep. in. <laughs> On the topic of airtight and locked in, at a certain point, Reed needs a hypospray of painkiller, <laughs> and Dad hyposprays the outside of his not-on-his-skin suit. Right. So... Let's imagine here that he hypo-sprayed. instant. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that feels good. He just sprayed it into the suit, dude. He didn't get it on the Please, arm. Please, sir, may I have more? <laughs> more meat, sir. You heard him say that, right? I did. That was hilarious. I did, and that's that's what keeps him coming back, baby. It was great. That's what makes it better than Discovery. Yeah. You know, going through that whole Discovery thing, it, it really was a long road <laughs> getting from there to here, and... Uh, you know, I, I do have strength of the soul. And faith of the heart is what brought us back to Enterprise. That's it. Yeah. That's it. If you've got faith of the heart... Send us a dollar send on us Patreon. Send us a dollar on Patreon. <laughs> <clears throat> so Reed's trying to defuse the bomb. Anywho, yeah. Reed's <laughs> trying to defuse the bomb, and so dad's like take evasive actions get us the hell out of here mm-hmm. and uh reed says hey don't hit the warp while i'm out here and i just thought how funny would that be if they just went <laughs> Foom, and just <laughs> like a uh, like a discovery type like, <laughs> yeah just <laughs> yeah just reed's just floating there out in a minefield <laughs> that would be awesome <sighs> um 
Reed's defusing the bomb. Reed's defusing the bomb. And, uh, oh, go ahead. As it happens, as they're, you know, trying to get through this minefield, uh, Reed puts his leg down, and the, one of the magnetic legs of the of the bomb... Uh, it juts, it jettisons out of the bomb, and it's, goes it goes right into it goes, his fucking leg. Yep, in order to latch back onto the... Latch another leg onto the ship. Yeah. And so Reed can't defuse the bomb anymore. He can't. He's trapped. And Dad goes, I'll do it. I'll fucking do it. I'll help. I'm Batman. <laughs> and he gets out there and Trip goes, I need you to I need to do it. I'm the chief engineer. And he goes, that's exactly why I need you here. And Archer gets out there and, you know, has, has Reed walk him through it. And it's in this episode, as if you didn't already think it, mm-hmm. this episode really reinforces the notion that Dad is an excellent captain. He really is. He's a, you know, so when you when you start thinking about captains, you know, you get Kirk, mm-hmm. you get Picard. They're 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 very much their own. Cisco's his own way. Mm-hmm. But Archer is very much a, a a man of the people. He's he's very human. Yeah, and he's a force to be reckoned with too. Like he's he's persistent and. The thing about Archer that I like is you don't know if he's going to succeed, but he he has that faith of the heart to keep to keep going. You know, it, it, it's literally you're like, oh my god, that theme song was perfect because he does he he just kind of knows that it's going to work out, and if it doesn't, at least he dies or fails with the help of his friends. Yeah. You know, like with his friends supporting him, he treats his crew like like family. You know. And that's uh, mm-hmm. that's very special. And you get you get instances of Reed going, "Oh well, I don't think a captain should be like that." You know, I don't think he should be so close to his crew. And Archer goes, "Well, that's how I like to run my ship." So mm-hmm. that's just like your opinion, man. Yeah, why don't you blow me, Reed? I'm fucking dead. <laughs> and uh, so basically, the rest of the episode is is Archer and Reed trying to figure out how to defuse this bomb. Mm-hmm. And um, Reed doesn't have a lot of faith in Archer. He says, you know, defusing bombs is a delicate procedure and it's something that that you don't have experience with. And I was and I thought that's true. Dad is very charge in, gung ho, make things happen in the moment. Yeah. type guy. This requires some some attention to detail. <laughs> and so it's weird you almost get this like you get this ego battle between between Reed and Archer for the mm-hmm. rest of the rest of this episode. Reed is so he sticks to his guns. He thinks that that captain should be a certain way based on his experience and based on his family history of of his family members being in the navy. Yeah, Reed is always ready to die for country. That's right. At a moment's notice, perhaps too quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um when you uh when we were watching Mayweather, mm-hmm. to change the subject, I'm sorry. Yeah. That was a great little monologue you had. Thank you. Anytime. And that's the kind of stuff you get here on More Star come. Companion. Um, on uh, when Mayweather's navigating through the minefield, they totally sprinkled water on his head to make him look <laughs> like he was sweating. <laughs> right. He so was sopping. He was not wet, right? He yeah. was not sweating. And he's going through it and then they like cut away to something, they cut back to him and he's got like sweat. He's sopping wet. On his head everywhere. And you're thinking, hmm. 
Yeah, that was <laughs> that was fast. The pressure really uh, yeah. Yeah, they kicked it up a notch. Bam, boom. Um, also, fucking Romulans, huh? Yeah, fucking Romulans. Yeah, so they they determined that the that well, Hoshi is kind of incapacitated, but she manages to get uh, flocks to petition uh, to Paul to bring in the communications to her in sick bay, and she basically decodes that they're they're from the Romulan Empire. And T'Pol's like, I've heard of them. Archer's heard of them, too. Just kind of as an aside. Yeah. Nothing major. So yeah. this is the first mention, I guess, to, in, in canon of of the Romulans. Uh, this episode takes place two episodes after Ca- Captain Archer learns the name of the Romulan Star Empire. Mm-hmm. And that's in Shockwave Part 2. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The first time humans visually see uh, Romulans is in uh, the TOS's Balance of Terror. Um, but it, yeah, it is the first appearance of a Romulan ship on the series, and the first chronological contact in all the series. Is it's a fake? It's a fake. <laughs> what a good scene. Uh, <laughs> Deep Space Nine, ladies and germs. God, why did I bring it up? So good, huh? <laughs> Does Cisco get away with that fake? Who knows? Why did he fake it? Stay tuned. Stay tuned. For We're only f- in few years. <laughs> Hopefully, you know. I mean, if if you get to Patreon and then get in there and maybe send us an email and tell us how much you love it, we'll we'll quit our day jobs. Nothing would please me more to quit my day job and do this and just do this all day. This would be great. I'll pound through all these episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's something else I was going to say. Oh, so the Romulans re-show back up, and they the diffusing of the bomb doesn't go so well. It gets Mm-mm. rearmed, right? So they That's pull it out, they fix it, and the Romulans go, you better fucking unlatch that. Uh, oh, fuck. Get out of here, spies. Yeah, they, <laughs> you know, they're spies. They want them to... Launch the metal sheet off, you know. Oh, yeah. There's a subplot that involves Trip kind of de- uh, deploying that part of the hole. Yeah, the hole. That's the yeah, one I'm looking for. Away um, from the and the Romulan thing. scan, I know they're doing that, and tells them to do it. And so then they realize they can't, they can't disarm the mine, so they do it. But Archer, ha- Dad has Trip bring up some blast doors from, this, from shuttle ships right yeah and uh so they launch off and then they arm the shit and they count how many seconds it's gonna be 20 yeah maybe 10 who knows depends on who's counting and uh they have these blast things and they turn around right they spin around after shooting off of the mine part of the hole and hold the blast shields up Mm -hmm. but i didn't see their suits shooting the air off to stabilize them thank you so if they were going to spin around like that they They would would spin incessantly yeah (laughs) i thought that was interesting as well i was like that doesn't happen Uh, in space well there might have been an auto thing that doesn't happen in space yeah i could see neil neil uh neil degrasse tyson tweeting that out if it was Happening now. Yeah. That's and, my biggest gripe. And so that's basically... That's my dog. <laughs> that's how I treat him. You met him a few episodes ago. You met him a few episodes ago. Man. 
Yeah. All right. But well. that's that's basically the the end of the episode and and um Archer and Reed kind of get this understanding now. You know, Reed I think Reed's been been holding on to stuff that he hasn't talked about or people haven't asked him about. Yeah. For a long time. And so this was a reconciliation of of the two powers aboard yeah. Enterprise and Archer kind of makes him submit not in a overtly machismo way. It's it's kind of, you know, it's like, look, man, this is the way I, I govern and, and I take my power from other people. Take it or leave it. Yeah. And if you don't like it, get back on a boat, bitch. No, dad, son. That's right. Get back on a boat. I'm scared of water looking. Bitch. Aquaphobia, pussy ass. Bitch. Well. Quiver in a corner whenever glass water comes out of the fucking replicator. Come on. Huh. Yeah. If you have aquaphobia, what is the extent? Like, what's the minimum amount of water that you would need to be not afraid of? Like a glass of water? Like, do you, like, look at it? Like, you should write that down. And when I like workshopping comedy on the podcast <laughs> in front of you. That is a good idea, though. It is a good idea. Yeah. Um,. Do puddles freak them out? I I would hope rain freaks them out. Remember that movie where the puddle? I don't remember. Maybe it was Freddy Krueger. Some lady steps in a pu- puddle and it's like <laughs> twenty feet deep. I think that is that might be. Yeah, yeah. You know, today is uh, Friday the thirteenth, and there's a full moon. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I gotta get I gotta oh. get home pretty quickly. Oh and, wow! Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. Well. Getting a little five o'clock shadow. Everybody. Anyways, yeah. Thank you so much for listening. We value you. We're on every major podcasting platform. You can email us at the Stark Companion at gmail.com. You can send us a buck or more at patreon.com slash star companion. Send more. And uh, you know, we love doing this. We love you. Thanks for listening. And uh I'm glad we're back on the long road. And and Take care of yourself. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.